Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for The Great Hunt. I am your host, Will Callum. With me, like always, is my good friend and co-host, Steve. Yes. And we're, we're back. We're ready to do it. We're, we just came off like a whole bunch of technical difficulties, uh, even though <sighs> uh, we already recorded. A little behind but, the hey, curtain. You know what? It's been about a half hour of sitting in a sauna <laughs> because this is, my house is cooking, <laughs> but it's fine. I'm just like a little. I'm just like a little beet roasting. I'm a roasted beet, aren't I? Will <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's just a little little roasted beet. What is? What are you saying? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm saying that I'm a beet. I don't know. Chapter thirty-four. Let's do it. Thirty-four, everybody. Yeah, this chapter is fucking awesome. A little bit sad, but it's fantastic. No, this hey this man. chapter is great because this is one of those chapters when I get to step in and I get to say that I'm not the type of person to say that I told you so, but I t- did told you so. You f- and yeah, you fucking told us so. And Tom's woman, Dina, is dead. Mm-hmm. We should change her name to Debt to Dead. Deda. No, just dead. We should change your name from Dina to, to dead. Because she's she's dead. And listen, I called this. I don't there's no other way. I, technically this isn't in my predictions episode, but it should be. Because there's no way I could have predicted this because it hadn't even happened. There was no Yeah. There was no pieces. There was nothing I couldn't I can't remove yeah. the 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 top piece of the Jenga Tower when the Jenga Tower is only two inches tall. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. make sense. Yep. So I think I should yeah. get five points for this one because clearly, <laughs> no. yeah, no, because no. I noticed. No, I was absolutely able to tell, not. I was able to decipher the clues. I will say that your your ability to predict stuff is uh, just uncanny. It's it's Perhaps? it's getting it's surprisingly good. It's surprising. Maybe you should write some. Maybe I should write my uh, own book. You should write some stories in if you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You throw some throw some singers in there. Yeah, man. Uh, Tom is going out, and he is becoming like he's becoming John Wick. This is basically yeah. his like superhero origin story. He's becoming like John Wick, the Punisher, whatever you want. But this had to, to happen. Say. This had to happen. Imagine <clears throat> if John Wick one yeah. started, and his his wife doesn't die, and his dog doesn't die. Because then that's t- then you just then got- that's just that's that's what would happen if Tom's. If Tom's Dina, I mean, sorry, dead, if she didn't die. <laughs> if dead didn't if dead die? was still alive. Yeah, you would, just have a, you would just have a happy man living on the rest of his life. Yeah. And no problems forever. Just be, and that's it, not fun. It would just be my dad. I'm just kidding. He's, <laughs> he's definitely got problems. <laughs> so let's, get, let's dive into the story. Let's go bit by bit here. So the chapter opens up with Tom. He's coming back from the butthole Barthanus's manor after yep. entertaining those yep. fuckers all night, dancing like a monkey. He was literally dancing like a monkey. They were throwing money at him. He was doing monkey dance. Dance like a monkey. Yeah, like Aladdin. And he felt like Ab- he f- Abu. Abu. <laughs> like Abu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he feels a little humiliated about it, you know. He, but here's the thing. Okay, he's a consummate professional. Mm-hmm. He knows what the people want. And at this point, he doesn't care. Because all he cares about is dead. Dina. <laughs> because she's yeah. changed his he life. Just, she's brought a ray of light in that he did not think was in the forecast. But all of a sudden, it's sunny skies. Until he's ready to settle down. He is. 
And he's having fun with it. He's teaching yeah. her the ways, and he's teaching her, well, not the ways, not traveling the ways, but he's teaching her the ways of the gleeman, the entertainer, mm. a thespian. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, he's really excited about it, too. But, you know, too bad their throat got slashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes back to the hotel, uh, the, the the bunches of grapes, and he's about to tell her, like, this is the thing that makes it sad, is, like, he's, like, I'm going to tell he's her like, that tonight is the night you know that what? she can she can perform on her own yeah. for the first time. I'm going to let, I'm going to open you know? for her tonight. Yeah, I can't wait to yeah. tell her. And then he turns around and her head's cut off, and he's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting <laughs> who's, that. Who's, who's going to headline? <laughs> I don't have a headliner anymore. The headliner is headless. Oh. <laughs> the Kramer comes in. Yeah, that's. I was going to say, that's funny that you do that music. Because, like, there is a Kramer that comes in. That's like a Kramer assassin. Well, it's you in ma- Seinfeld. I'm just, now this I'm just going to imagine. a lot like Seinfeld. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Because uh, the guy... Start two guys start sneaking up on Tom, uh, but Tom has got like John Wick ears, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna keep using John. Well, Wick, he is. He's Tom you Wick. Can hear it. We should, He's Tom yeah. Wick. Ooh, we I gotta like call that. him Tom Wick three. We're calling that. Oh, well, this is Tom oh, Wick one, I guess. Let's be fair. Yeah, we're we're just starting it. We're just starting it. So he hears them. They're sneaking around behind him, and they're ready to kill him. However, he gets the drop on him first. He turns around and he knifes one motherfucker. Bam. He throws a couple daggers at right into, I think, his back or whatever. Hands. And then he's able to catch the second one. More and he's hands. Like, he starts questioning him like, he's questioning him like Batman. You know? He's like, where's the trigger? Why did you do it? Why did you do it? like, well, it's because of the great game. We. It's such a good game. Love the game. It's my. No, they. It's like Jenga. ultimately it comes down to. <laughs> we love Jenga. We heard you are the best player. <laughs> ultimately, it comes down to, they want to know information about Rand, and they know that they saw. They know that Rand was talking to Tom. They know that they played a game of Jenga together, and <laughs> and what an epic game it was. Oh, oh they everyone, needed to know more about everyone it. Everyone wants to know the score. Everyone wants yeah. a recap. So what? What better way to get information out of somebody than to slit their loved one's throat? Well, you know, that's the first, that's my go-to it, it move. Shows, hey. It shows that you're serious. You know what I mean? Like, you know when people say, like, when you <laughs> I, go into a job interview, first <laughs> thing you say, like, hey, and you shake their hand and you say, like, hey, my name is Will Cowan and I'm I'm here for your job. I'm here for your job. Yeah. Where are you seeing me in five years? <laughs> I see uh, in your seat, in your job. Yeah. With your, I mean, you're, yeah, give me yeah, that seat. With your, with your wife fact, and your family, sk- too. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> just let's just skip the whole process and uh why don't you get out of here this is my job now <laughs> so yes but instead of that instead of saying that you just kill him you just kill him right there mm. you show that the rest of the people in the interview if i'm going to be completely honest business. full disclosure i forgot where i was going with that but the point is is that you show <laughs> that you show them that you're meaning business one way or the other you slit a throat you shake a hand you know, maybe you uh, maybe you wear a polo shirt. I don't fuck. I don't know. I don't wear polo shirts. Oh, that because <laughs> that means business. If I here's Wearing... the thing though is if I put a polo, if I was to meet you, and we were meeting up, right, and all of a sudden I'm wearing yeah. a polo shirt, 
would that not be I feel alarming? Yeah, because I, and it would be. I'd feel underdressed now. Well, all of a sudden, I feel you're like, like I'd be in competition here, he's with taking you. care of some sort of business. There's some sort of TCB happening, yeah. and <laughs> we have to just pinpoint. It's hard to pinpoint just from a polo, and that's why a polo is kind of fun because it keeps people off, keeps people on their toes. Problem is, people that wear polos mm, traditionally not very fun. No, no, <laughs> those people are already that, keeping us on imagine. our toes. The polo pushes it over our toes. Here's your, uh, here's your, here's your toes. Now, now it's over your shins. Yeah, it's now. It's, you know, yeah. now you're pushed up. Yeah, what are we playing? <laughs> soccer? A little footy? Yeah. We got shin guards on. Did you, did you ever play soccer when you were a kid? Yeah, it was horrible. They kept putting me in. So I was yeah, horrible and I was big. You're, or, yeah, they put me in the goal. Yeah, and then you just all of the shots went in, didn't they? I'll, every single, I made one goal in four years of soccer. You made one save. And that was a really defining. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did make one goal as the goal, and I made no saves. <laughs> no, no. When I was like, because it's fucking like, I played when I was like six, seven, eight. So they just rotate you out, and eventually, for the first little while, I was I was on the field kicking the ball and trying to do my best <laughs> until so like the forth. coaches saw this and yeah, the, until the coaches caught wind of this and saw how I was doing, and they were like, "Let's just put him in goal." Yeah, you can just like there. honestly, it can't be much worse, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, the, I was bad at goal. Eventually, my mom just saw how bad it was, and she just pulled me out. She's like, well, "I don't have to put you through that. You can She's be like, a musician." Well, this is an Xbox. <laughs> I think this is what you need. Um, what about when you take those shin pads off? Oh, those shin guards, and you under the sock, and you peel it off. That's the best. That's the best feeling after a soccer game, but they're the most uncomfortable things during a soccer game. talking about him is like making my shins just fall right off. I mean, it, they're just it raw feels now. good when you're pulling it off, when you get it off, but oh boy. You're it does feel good when you're pulling it off, doesn't it? Let's get back to Tom's dead <laughs> d- dead wife, I guess. Dead. D- dead person and the interrogation that he's doing. So yeah, he's interrogating this guy and he's trying to figure out why they're there. Like you said, uh, they're there because they want more information on Rand. And R- Tom is going through a whole bunch of shit in his brain in this moment. You know, he's got he's got a lot of emotions. He's, most of which is like, fuck, this kid keeps dragging me back into this. I don't want to be involved. I don't. I've tried my best to just go back to playing my loot and every, singing the things to the every, people. Every time I, they drag me back in, they pull me back. They pull me back in. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's Al Pacino. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> the Godfather, I think. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, But then the guy starts, like, trying to bargain with Tom. He's like, let's try to come to an understanding here. Like, you got inf- a lot of information on Rand. Like we, can, you can help me, and I can help mm-hmm. you. You feed me the information. I've got connections all over town. I know the game of games. All right, Jenga. I'm a master. So we got a bit of a. I got four belts. Businessman here. I'm still going to. I've got a monopoly say, belt. I've got <laughs> Uno. I've I'm got the Uno a, champion. Right Uno now. belt. <laughs> Not that guy named Uno. <laughs> the game. This is something different. Totally different. But I got a belt. I'm still not even sure what the game of games is. I'm gonna be honest. Is it like the Olympics? It just, it just is it like Game of Thrones? Is it just a metaphor for political 
assassination and rise and decline of power? Is it Jenga? I think it's that one. Is it uh, a tabletop RPG? There's a number of things that it could be at this point. Oh, it could be. Actually, you know what? It could be just like a LARP. Yeah. You know, but people end up dying. It's a hardcore LARP. Yeah, but as soon as they get into carry-in, everybody's just like in the in their different rule, like in their different roles, you know. And that's the problem that Rand had when he showed up in carry-in, where they're like taking his information. He didn't understand that that's his character building sheet. They're trying to build out his character for all the shit that's going on. Yeah, it's important, you know. So he didn't even get his backstory. So of course he's going to be a target. He didn't fill out his character sheet. Or a stat. And you know what? Honestly, it ruins it for the rest of us. Because if you're not going to take it seriously, why are you even gr- in the group with us? It's, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. There's always seems to be one. It's just like, why can't we just have a solid campaign of people who are invested all, all on the same level? Just just come in with an open mind. That's all you ask. You know? You don't have to be, like, super into it. Also, Bring some water. Bring a water bottle. could also come in Fine. with an open jar of salsa tonight would be great. Because I have a lot of nacho chips. And... <laughs> They're pretty dry without a dip, so. Yeah, okay. All right. I don't know why we were... Okay. <laughs> because D&D, <laughs> if you ever played D&D without... You have a lot of nachos and salsa. Chips. Yeah. Because I have. It's a bad game. It's a bad if, game. If, if, if you, you need spice. It's a bad game without nachos and salsa. Yeah. Well. Yep. So Tom kills him. <laughs> <laughs> Tom just starts killing everyone. Yeah, he just starts killing them, and then the innkeeper comes in. Her name is Zara, and she's like, hey, Tom, I got yourself a... Whoa! There's a lot of dead bodies in here. <laughs> Tom, you've been busy. Oh. Um, now, here's the thing. Zara is her name. There happens to be a Pokemon by the name of Zara Aura. And I kept thinking that this was a Pokemon walking around. That's kind of fun. <laughs> Now, <laughs> she, I mean, Zara is just, Zara is really, she just sort of grounds the whole situation. I think she, the reason that she walks well, in is so that Tom doesn't cut this man's dick off and feed it to him. Because I think that's what he's about to do next. <laughs> because that's how, how angry yeah, he, was, he is. It was going to get real gross real quick. And Zara just comes in, calms everybody down. The guy still dies. Uh, but Zara provides quite a bit of useful information in this situation. So one is that the guys that Tom has killed, one, she doesn't know who he is, but the other guy looks like he's dressed as an agent of King Galdrian. So she's like, okay, it, like, best what? case scenario. Like, that what does guys, that even mean? It's just like, do you have a cape on that has King Galdrian's face on it? Yeah, big G. Like <laughs> it's just G. a G, yeah. and they just like put it, put it back together. They just put it together, and like I think that means gold. No, nope. a G with a little crown on top. No, it doesn't. It means green. It means green. <laughs> I'm here to keep the planet recycled. I love planet green. Not Gladriel or Glad. Gla- not Lord of the Rings. Gladriel. What? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, so she's like, okay, so there's a possibility that these two agents are from King Galdrian. That means King Galdrian is now looking into Rand. Um, but there is still a possibility that this could have been uh, uh, Barthanus pushing them around. Uh, and 
Tom is about to go kill Barthanus before Zara is like, just so you know, he was already killed. Yeah, he was like, sh- like but, torn apart last night. But isn't Tom like Barthanus? Tom doesn't buy the Barthanus thing, though, right? Because Tom's like, I was chilling with Barthanus last night, and he could have killed the shit out of me if he wanted to. Yeah, he doesn't buy the Barthanus thing. He's like, it can't be Barthanus trying to come after me. So I think King Galdrian. I think I got. I might have got the 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 progression of information mixed up right now. It could have been like Barthanius didn't would have got the information from me last night if he wanted to. Then uh, Zara looks at the guys that he's killed and he's like, those guys look like King Galdrian. So it's a possibility that these guys now King Galdrian's looking at you to get information of Rand. Well, there's like you know a, I mean? there's like a big fat guy. The there's like a big fat guy. And she's like, Oh yeah, everyone, everyone knows that big fat guy. Worse of a King. He just keeps showing. He keeps telling everybody. He keeps uh, yeah. every everywhere he goes. He's like, he's like, hey, I work for. Have you noticed that I'm a big fat guy? I work for the king. <laughs> it's kind of his catchphrase. Jesus, man. They mention that he, they mention <laughs> that he's a big fat guy. It's okay. Will? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> whatever. So you fuck. Where was I? Yeah. So she looked at the clothes. She recognizes the guy. And she's like, yeah, it could be King Galdrian. And then uh, Tom kind of makes a silent vow to himself. He's just like, well, there's still one more person I got to kill before I disappear from this rock, if you know what I mean. I start going on my own little adventure. And I think that is like, I think he's going to go kill King Galdrian. I think he's just going to like slice and dice him up. I think so, too. And I hope so. And I think it's going to be great. You know? Because this and is then, the thing. And sorry, we got to go back. This is why, like. This is why I knew this was coming is because Tom <clears throat> is such a killer character. He's he's awesome. Yeah. We thought he was dead. And then he's like, oh, I'm back. But I'm married now. So, like, it's cool. Leave me alone. <laughs> I have a, I have all of these plot devices now that you can just murder and I can come back into the story. And not to mention <laughs> we had this whole, like, the in the first book, in Eye of the World, when they meet. Queen Morgays and everything, we find out that Tom has a history there and that there's even more. Mm. And it's like, why would we never re explore these things? Tom needs yeah, to be back true. in the main party. Tom and Loyal and need more Owen, time together. There's, yeah, and there's also Owen as well, like the, uh, Tom's nephew that has the one power. We still don't have a lot of information on him. So there's a whole thing there that we have to, you know, pull apart, take a look at. at. Needless to say, Tom, I think I, I think I was wrong. I think I've been I've been bamboozled. And Tom is coming back full force. Of course he is. You know what? Tom's gonna show up Tom's gonna show up again at the end of this book, like during their like the, the climax of this of this particular book and save the day. Like the fucking well, aliens from Toy Story Three. <clears throat> or Gandalf. Yeah in the two towers. Gandalf. <laughs> um or, or Rohan. Yeah, or Rohan. In Return of the King. I love that guy. He's my favorite character. Uh, I think that you're wrong, as usual. Because I think Tom's going to join the party immediately. I don't think he's going to show up. I don't think he's going to be like, listen, everyone, you leave here. I'm hanging back for a bit. I got to kill this king. And then maybe I'll come find well, you. Well, I don't know, man. He's just going to kill the know. king he's got- and then leave with them. I don't think he knows where the rest of the crew is. Like, how will he know? Follow his nose. Follow his nose. 
You follow your nose. The nose knows. Now, the nose knows. Now, this is where the book, this is where the chapter flips. And now we go to Pat and Fane's point of view on his way to Falm. Falma. Falma. That's how they say in the, uh, in the audio book. He is on his way to Falma as a... I don't know what exactly his plan here is. So he's going to Falma to go meet the Sean Chan and the leaders of the Sean Chan, mm-hmm. who we've met through Bale Domon in a previous cha- like couple chapters. Ago. Yeah, this is and Turok, his step dinosaur hunter. Yeah, yeah, he's meeting Turok, and Pat and Fane follows pretty much the same sort of like rumor mill that's going on with the Sean Chan that Bale Domon heard about in that chapter that we were with him in, mm-hmm. with him with in. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Those are words. <clears throat> Those are words. It's not like I write. Uh, so, Fane finally gets to Falma, meets one of the Sean Chan guards, and he's like, look, I got this case here, and I want to show your boss this. I think he definitely would be interested in what he I got. He wants guard us. is like... <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to him. And uh, the guard is like, you're right. So he takes him all the way to Lord Turak, and Pat and Fane presents the the chest to him the chest with the horn of valier and the and matt's dagger essentially and is there an actual name for the dagger or is it just i think right now it's still just ruby hilted dagger right and <clears throat> the gift uh pat and fane is giving the horn of valier to lord turak as a gift to kind of like get him to sound the it horn. It seems like, yeah, he, he wants won't. him to, he's like, here you go, have this, give it, try it, give it a toot. And he's like, what? <laughs> Just a little bit. He's like, what? You know? No, like, do you know what this is? <laughs> Anyone who plays this is like haunted by it and basically has to be killed in order for the next person to play it. And Pat and Fane's like, he's, he's like, have you, no, yeah, 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 no, no, give it a toot, try it. He's like, have you ever seen Return of the King and all those ghost army people? You're stuck with that yeah. for the rest of your it's life. like that. <laughs> they- <laughs> Cross the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. <laughs> what do you think Pat and Fane is doing here? Like he he seems like so like he's got ulterior he motives. I mean, he's story. trying to take. He's trying yeah. to. I think. I don't know. He's definitely trying to obviously trying to get Turok to blow the horn and then become the. Maybe he's trying to get Turok killed, or or I don't know. He's also spreading like straight up lies. Like he tells Turok that he he owns the chest and that the dagger is actually his and his family has carried the chest for generations and generations and generations. However, they've never been able to open it. Or yeah, but Turok's also like pretty kind of he's kind of like, "Okay, this is quite quite the story you got here, bud." I Yeah, uh, and that he keeps him around. He's like, "You're going to tell me more of your well, he's like, you're gonna tell that he's like you're gonna tell the emperor or the empress which is yeah, the fir- that's another which is thing the first we've a- heard of there's, a, there's an empress yeah there's another layer on top of this whole sean chan business that there's somebody <clears throat> above this hopefully she's not a so, fucking princess irulan situation oh it's the last thing we need <laughs> start writing shit i books. wonder i wonder if you know that woman so it in these chapters, yes, we've and uh, he said, yes, I will have more cheese. Could I also get some bread from dinner commentaries of Randall Thor <laughs> by the Empress Irulan? 
<laughs> so there's a woman. <laughs> so there's a woman in this chapter, and we saw her before in the Bale Domon chapter as well. She's like she wears barely no clothes. She just wears like basically like a She's very, great. very thin sheet over her body. <laughs> Robert. Robert Jordan's Robert, what's going on? It. Yeah, he even makes a point to be like, she's wearing a thin sh- sheet, but everyone can, everyone sees what's for sale. Everybody can see everything. He's, <laughs> yeah, and those are the words he uses. He's <laughs> like, everybody can see what's for sale. <laughs> That's odd choice. It's odd phrase. Uh, it's, I think there might be a possibility that the Empress could be her because she doesn't seem like a servant or anything. You know, she just kind of, like, comes in and out of every room. Yeah, it'll probably all be Celine. It'll all be the same person, probably. Mm, that's a good point. I like that. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, Patton Fanes tells Turok that he's being chased by Randall Thor and Trollocs. And Randall Thor to, And dinosaurs. <laughs> Randall Thor is apparently, according to Patton Fane, leading Trollocs and has joined the Dark Ones or dark friends to kick some ass and come after Pat and Fane. So, and we've heard this from the wolves as well, that there is this guy named shadow killer that's leading the Trollocs at the moment. Yeah, but we still have a shadow killer. Unless we have, and it's someone else. We haven't. And it could be somebody else, but it might be somebody that looks like Rand. Unless Mm. it's just like a rumor mill thing. And shadow Rand. Like, how about that? Yeah. Shadow Rand. Like Zelda. Nice. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the chapter wraps up with Turok telling Pat and Fane that he's going to just hold on to him and just like, you're going to tell me all your all your history. I think just to like confirm all his shit. But Pat and Fane, I think he's prepared. I think he's come ready to go. <clears throat> do you ever, you know, do you ever, ready to answer your questions. Did you ever play Turok Dinosaur Hunter? Yeah, I played one on the GameCube, and then I, I think I had one growing up that was like an older one that was like supposed to be on like Nintendo or something. Well, but the I first, played it on the PC. first two were on six, Nintendo sixty four, and I played those. I played the first one a bunch, and it was great. Mm-hmm. And then the second one I played a little bit of, and that's all I really fucked with with the Turok franchise. There's a bunch of them though, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I played. Turok Evolution that was on the GameCube and that one was like my first not first I keep saying like all these games when I was a kid were my first M-rated game but that game was just like so violent to me and I just remember that game being just like ridiculously gory I thought you like said you'd be your first people's heads off I thought you said your first M-rated game was Leisure Suit Larry it's fun it's funny for people who know what that is <laughs> you know that's funny because Will probably loves that all right well I don't want to talk about that game I don't want to talk about it. No, nobody should. It's very weird. It's not a good... It's very controversial. It's a bad... It's a bad thing. Um, Do you know what it is? Yeah, I know what Leisure Suit Larry is. It's basically... Yeah, beat it. It's... Five times. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's gross is what it is. It is a fucking gross game. All right. It's like during the era of like the man show and shit. All right. All, sh- All right. Well... Gross. It's gross. It's gross, Steve. I don't want to talk about Listen, it. Listen, everyone. But I'm going to keep talking about I it. Say, I don't want to talk about it. Steve, I don't want to talk about it. I want to say, everybody, that there are it. some very nice people out there who go and they rate us on the platforms and they rate us on iTunes and they say nice things about us. Sometimes 
There are people that do not align in that way. And because of this, we really need you to go to iTunes and give us that five-star review. If you're on, please, you know, just find a way. I don't know. I don't, like, just find a way, please. Because... Well, go check it out. You'll we see. Got it. We got a negative review. We got a negative review. We got a negative review. We're upset. And we're really upset. And we need some of you to prop us back up. So please, if you could do that, that would be great. And uh, yeah. we'll be back. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. You're an asshole. Eat thy bread. You're an asshole. Eat thy bread. <laughs> and eat thy cheese. And we'll be back tomorrow for chapter 35. 35? Yeah. Chapter 35 Steading Tofu At this point in the show, I want to show our support for our Gouda Big Cheese Daddy for taking part in our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon executive producer tier. If you would like to become a Gouda Grandmaster, head on over to the Patreon. You can find it in our uh, episode notes in the description and join the ranks of the elite.